do you want to streamline your business efforts and grow faster at the same time? Then focus your business design on your key customer target straight away. Be bold, slice off the other segments, because here are a few examples where having multiple customer segments nearly sunk these businesses, both large and small. Hi, my name's Dina Goebel, and this is Diary of a Business Designer. It's a show about business design. It's not theory. It's 40 years of lessons learned to create successful business models. You can register on my website, diaryofabusinessdesigner.com, for email notifications about new episodes and other resources you can download. Now, you can read all about segmentation and how to focus on specific customer segments in most marketing manuals, business model and lean canvas training and design thinking books. The bottom line premise is different groups have different needs and different problems to solve for. They use different mediums and channels to purchase. They have differing buyer behaviors, demographics and personas and differing common interests social media drivers, criteria, experience expectations, and so on. Lots of very good reasons to have segmentation. What happens for entrepreneurs and scale-up businesses and struggling businesses is the desperation factor. They become desperate for money, market share, new clients or investors. Maybe the product's going stale or the market's saturated or they haven't found a good client product fit. Perhaps customer experience is getting negative reviews, or the trend of the day has moved on and the world is changing. Segments are changing. And heck, the pandemic may have sent most of them away for good. Whatever the need for your desperation to find more customers, it can't be said more than a 100 times by all market gurus out there, focus on one customer on one type of customer, one category of customer, delight a person of one and create the perfect experience for that one until you get it right. And if that doesn't work, let them go, move on to the next customer type. Or maybe you've gotten desperate for a very good reason and something else needs to seriously change. Before I go into real examples, let me explain the significant business waste implications of having diverse customer targets. Waste one, what happens when you chase all customers and delight none? Now let's not get confused with customer service here. Delight means fulfilling your promise at the basic product feature and functionality level, i.e. does it work to my expectations to achieve my problem in a way that works for me? It's not about the best smile with a service. Here's a fictional example. If you promise me the best chocolatini in Melbourne, then it needs to be right up there regardless of the nicest customer service smile. However, only chocolate addicts know what a chocolatini is. Don't be wasting time marketing in coffee shops or coffee mags because you'll never convert coffee drinkers. Your audience are only ever in chocolate stores. And if you had chased diverse markets, then you would be wasting marketing budget, 
you'd be wasting team effort, you'd be minimizing return on the effort and underinvesting the product development for a target audience who is willing to pay to be delighted with the product. Another significant waste implication is when you mix up the value proposition. You have one attempt to describe your product, the problem it solves and why someone needs it. Here's an example of five messages for the same product. One, you need it because you're an investor and it will make you lots of money. Two, you have already invested and here's proof how good we are. Three, you want this as an employee offering so that your employees can be less stressed at work. Four, it's ideal for working parents as it creates more time through efficiency in family moments. Or five, it can be a gift that grandparents can buy. Five messages for the same product. Confusing, right? So which audience is your target? What should the website say? What should marketing say? And could you even have guessed what the product was? Of course not. There are five different messages. It was for a nappy cleaning service. So I think the message should have just been ideal for working parents. So it creates more time through family efficiency. Now, if you're listening to my episodes on your favorite channel, please like, subscribe, review or share my goals to get to a thousand followers. And of course, you can follow me on LinkedIn and you can register on my website to be notified of new episodes into your inbox. So in these examples, there's two companies I worked with. One was a startup and one was a scale up. And they both struggle with spreading the message widely across multiple audience groups. It's like the nappy service. For example, you know, they try to talk to potential investors and current investors and end users and B2B as well as B2C purchases. And there were so many different messages. It was a real waste of time and confusion on the proposition. The first example was the scale up. They had a single website, lots of collateral, a sales team, several products and did impact advocacy. They were trying to meet the needs of their current investors, their board, their advocacy groups, end users, HR professionals, C-suite, two different industry targets, health professionals and provide public health information. They were trying to sell a B2B and B2C and B2B2C proposition. And through that confusion, for four years, their revenue began to stagnate, as did their earnings profitability. 20% of their staff were dedicated to marketing comms roles for all this content and events and PR and client messages. And this team was overworked. They were peddling hard. And the website was already falling behind in design updates and performance measures were non-existent. Impact was impossible to determine. And the widespread of the audience across what was 12 different groups had begun to wear the business too thin. Not surprising. Fast forward two years, the target audience had been refocused into three purposeful groups, potential funders, health professional advisors, and for impact advocacy, from 12 audiences to three The marketing FTE downsized from 20% of the business to 10%, revenue began to lift, and profitability and stress levels improved. Frantic desperation versus a focused, measured path made a huge difference.
In the second example, a startup was not too dissimilar. Over time, the desire to gain investment began to move the focus of the target audience away from the end customer and the experience and towards investor demographics and needs. Not unusual for startup to focus on investors. However, the product over time began to target corporate funders and the investors to showcase the features of the B2B product and to demonstrate value in the investment and to prepare the next round funding. What happened was the messaging and development effort moved away from solving end user problems or any focus on the experience. And the message didn't create a compelling promise. Instead, the end user got lost altogether. The business was forgetting to delight the end user audience of one. And over several years, the end user repeat business began to falter. Faltering repeat business starts to impact success metrics and a vicious cycle begins. In this case, fast forward two years and the value proposition has now been split into two distinctly separate websites. The end user product is beginning to show re-engagement improvement and the investor corporate results are beginning to gain far better momentum because rather than being two messages in one, we created two separate distinct audiences with separate websites and separate messaging and the result was yielding far better outcomes due to focus. So in summary, if you carve out a primary focus audience, one that succeeds in moving the metrics of the business, then you can move on to the next audience. And there's always a background reason not to give up part of your audiences, but I suggest you need to be bold. Now, some really good reads about customer and customer segments Use the Startup Owner's Manual by Steve Blank or the Value Proposition Design by Strategizer Group. All the links are on my show notes. And if you have a chance, please visit my website, email me, ask questions, provide feedback. I'd love to chat to you another day. Bye.